Hello, this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Aging Like a Guru, who me? So this morning, I want to tell you a story about a client of mine. Uh, her name is Barbara. Barbara was 78 when she hired me to be her life coach. Her husband had died a couple of years prior to that time, and she was ready to get back to painting and having a good life. The interesting thing is Barbara never painted again, even though that wasn't her intention. And you might think that <laughs> that our time together was not well spent. But here's the very cool thing about Barbara. She was a very independent woman. She had uh, created a lot of changes on the island here for people. A uh, very, very socially minded person. Well respected. But she was really afraid of dying alone. And she had uh, had a lot of heart issues and uh, she was uh, hearing impaired, which really isolated her in some ways. And so our time together weekly was a time for her to look at who is she inside of herself and the choices that she was making and the way that she was perceiving herself in the world. And she continued to work on how um, frightened she was. She was a very <laughs> determined woman in many ways. And on the other hand, she was still very frightened. There was a point where she was losing her um, mental capacities and was hospitalized for a few days. And her children, who didn't live near her, wanted her wanted to move her into a home and sell the house, those kinds of things. And she was really angry that she would had been, in a sense, forced into the hospital without her permission, and she might be forced into a ho- you know a home um, for care. And um, so she was angry, and she was telling me how angry she was. And at the same time, I could see that she would be probably better off if she made the choice to to be in a in a um, assisted living home. And so I said to her, Barbara, look, you can be angry and let other people make these choices for you, or you can make the choice yourself. This is really up to you. And here I was saying to her, in a sense, it doesn't make sense. It's like, you're asking me to choose, she's saying, you're asking me to choose what I don't want to choose. And I said, you, I want you to choose what's in your best interest. Now, you can be angry at other people making that choice for you, or you can make the choice. So over the next couple of weeks, we'd had this conversation and untying and untethering these elements of what was keeping her so adamant about, in a sense, her independence and at the same time, um, this part of her that was so afraid of, of dying alone. But the, the need to be independent and make a choice that is empowering for her, this is what she came to, is she came to that she could make that choice to, to move into assisted living. And in that, that empowered her and gave her dignity, where when other people are making that choice for her, she was feeling as if they were taking away her power and taking away her dignity. So in the moment that she came to that moment, <laughs> moment she came to that moment of saying, I can choose this for myself and, and um, maintain my dignity, this was a big step for her. And she asked if I would be willing to go and look at some assisted living places with her. And I said, yes, I'd be happy to do that. 
So that was really awesome. We were going to do that the following week. The next day, this was a Saturday now, um, Barbara called me and said, Rosie, my heart is racing, it's palpitating, and I don't know what to do. And I said, Barbara, you you can call 911 if you want to. And she said, I, I don't want to call 911. Now, Barbara had had heart issues for a while. And she said, I, I don't want to call them. And I said, okay, what do you want to do? She said, I want to relax a little bit. I think I want to take a walk. I think that will really help me. Would you come take a walk with me? And I said, no, I can't. I'm not available. And she said, well, I'm going to call a neighbor and see if I can find someone to take a walk with me. But I think that's what I'm going to do. And I'll call you later. So Barbara called me about an hour and a half later. And her voice was full. Now, she's now 82 years old. <laughs> okay. So Barbara's now 82 years old. We'd worked together for four years. And she was elated. And she said, Rosie, I got through this fear. I, I got myself through this fear of, of, of dying and my fear that my heart was going to fail. I got through it. And I'm so excited. I feel so good about myself. And uh, one of the things she was thinking about doing and decided to do it, and she shared this in the conversation, is I'm going to go to the concert tomorrow and I'm going to take myself and I'm going to be great and I'm going to have such a wonderful time. I can't believe this is, you know, such, I feel so emancipated. So I was very excited for her. That was a huge, huge, um, huge over overcoming for her. So the next day, Barbara gets in her car and she has a heart attack in her driveway just before she drives out of the driveway and she died. And they found her the next day and the car was still running, which is kind of interesting, but she had died in a, in a place of emancipation and freedom from fear. And she died alone, which happens to so many of us. But she died not alone in a sense that she had come to really honor who she was and her capacity to, to, to strengthen herself against her, her fears. And this is so important for most of us. For me, Barbara, in a sense, was aging like a guru. She was taking on wisdom and she was listening to herself and she was learning who she was inside herself, even through the aging process, even through her hearing, her huge hearing loss and her um, heart issues or whatever other issues she was dealing with, the fear that is so constant in our system. Uh, she And, and uh, you can perhaps say, well, maybe she wouldn't have died if she went to the ER. But if, if she had if she had called 911 and they had come out and they may have found her to have a heart attack, she would have, well, we don't know. That's the thing. We don't know. But what I know is she really, at that point in her life, came to honor herself and respect herself. And she empowered herself to make a choice that was very difficult, which was to, in a sense, um, give up her home. But she didn't give her up, up her independence and she didn't give up her dignity. And in that, she found a completion in her life and she died. I think that's awesome. So 
the moral of the story or the point or what I'd like to leave you with today is that all along the way, there are places where we have opportunities to see who we are and how we are afraid to live our own lives and uh, take, take, um, take the power back from other people, even making decisions that are really, really hard that we don't want to make. So much of life is <laughs> making decisions we don't want to make. And yet we're, we're um, faced with those opportunities to, to make those choices. So like Barbara, being willing to be with yourself, being with ourselves in such a way that we begin to honor the truth of our being, the one inside uh, these uh, bodies and the body itself, we, we come to a place of peace potentially. And hopefully, I mean, I hope that's what we all have um, an opportunity to do is to come to a place of grace and peace with ourselves by emancipating ourselves from fear. So that's pretty much it for today. Um, I look forward to being with you again soon. And uh, if you have any questions or concerns or thoughts or questions, like I said, uh, don't hesitate to contact me. You can contact me on my website, theparadigmshifts.com. All right. Take care. Bye for now. I just <clears throat> want to add that I made a confusion that um, Barbara was 82 when she died, and then I said she was 83, and she was 82 when she died. So I just want to make that clarification so you're not confused, because I would be confused. All right. Bye for now. Thank you.